All right, today's daf is Erevin daf, Ayin Zayin. We are on Ayin Vav and Beis, the Mishnah. So we've been discussing the past uh, daf and, and a little bit regarding a, uh, you have two chatseris next to each other, and the question is, there, there's three different categories. You can have a category one is where, we'll just use this uh, as number one, that they have to join an Erev, meaning they're completely opened up one to another, so they have to join into an Erev. Category number two would be where if they want, they could join, but they don't have to join. There, have, there is a separation between them. And category three, the, the other extreme would be that there really there's no connection at all, and each one has to make an Erev for themselves. So in the term, the terminology that the Mishnayis Gemara used is when it says Erev Echad, the means they can make a combined Erev. When it says two Erevin, it means they're making two separate Erevin. Okay, so now we're continuing the discussion of what's considered a mechitza, what's considered a separation. So the mission says like this, you have a wall that's in between two chatseris, and it's ten tvachim tall, and it's four tvachim thick. Now we're going to figure out why we care about the thickness, but we'll see in a moment. Halach is ma'arvin shnayim. They have to make two separate ervin because there's a serious wall in between chatzor A and chatzor B. Ve'ein ma'arvin echad. They cannot make one combined erev. Hayu b'roishay peirays. If there was fruit on top of the of this wall, so the Mishnah says elu olim mikan va'oichin. Ve'elu olim mikan va'oichin. Each one could walk up, climb up their wall, go to the top of the wall, and eat the fruit. There, on top. So you could have your, uh, your Shabbos fruit uh, on top of the wall. However, they can't bring it down since this is an entity on its own. There's no Eruv between you and the, your, your Chatzar and this wall. And the wall is too high. It's a separation between Chatzar A and Chatzar B. You cannot make an Eruv. Therefore, you cannot carry from, from top of the wall down to the Chatzar. But on top of the wall itself, you could eat whatever's there. So if you left fruit up there, you could have fruit, no problem. Now, Nifratzakoitzel, let's say you had a pirza in the wall, so at Eser Amos, up until Ten Amos, Ma'arvin Shneim, then you have options. You could either have two separate Erevin, and you could say, well, there's a wall, there's an entranceway in between us, but it's a Pesach, it's a Dallas, it's an entranceway. So we could decide what we want to do. Ma'arvin Shneim, if you want, you could be Ma'arvin Shneim. Vimratzu Ma'arvin Echad. If they want, they can make a combined Erev. However, uh, sorry, Neshu Kapesa, because it's, a, it's an entranceway. Yaisir Mikan, we know this in the first parak of Erev, in the second parak as well. If the Pirza is greater than 10 Amois, it's 10 Amois wide, the, the breach. So now, it's not considered a Pesach. It's not, there's no wall here. Now that there's no wall here, we're all automatically combined. And the only way for us to carry is to make a united Erev. So if you have two Chatseris next to each other and there's a huge gap in the wall, more than 10 Amos wide, that is not considered a doorway. And therefore, they are automatically considered one as one Chatser and they have to make an Erev together. Ma'arv and Echad, they have to make one combined Erev. They in Ma'arv and Shnein, they do not have the option of having two separate Erevin. Okay, now the Mishnah mentioned that there's, when you have four tfachim wide, then that's when you have this dense. The Gemara says, Ein boy arba mai. So when you don't have four tfachim thickness on top of the wall, what would, what, what would the status be? So amarav boy. So imagine you have these two chatseris, one next to the other. The wall, you have a, a very high wall, at least ten tfachim high in between them. That's the mechitza. 
we're trying to figure out what's the status of on top of the wall. So the Mishnah said if it's four tvachim wide, it, it somehow has its own rishos, and whatever's there, you could eat there. So the question was, what if it's less than four tvachim thick? Right? What if the thickness is less than four tvachim? What would the halacha be? So Amarav, so we're on two lines on the bottom of Ayvam and Beis, Amarav, Rav says, Avir boy. That the halacha is each chatzar has their, it's their airspace of each individual chatzar. So it's as if they're like, Avir goes up, the air goes up. And because they did not make an Erev, they can't make an Erev, a combined Erev, it ends up being more Chamer. You cannot pick up anything on top of that wall, even Meloi Nima. And the Gemara is going to ask eventually in a few lines, why not? Okay, but that is the sheet of Rav. Rav holds. So just uh, one more time. When you have two Chatseris, one, one next to the other one, Chatser A, Chatser B, you have a wall in between them. If the wall is more than 10 Tvachim, it automatically separates them. Now that it's separated, they cannot make a combined Eruv. The question was, the Mishnah says, if, you have a, if it's four Tvachim thick, so the top of that wall has a Rishos Bifnei Atzmai. Therefore, if there was fruit on top, a bottle of wine, a person could get up, go up, climb the wall and drink it. The question is, what if the thickness of the wall is less than th- four Tvachim thick? It's not four Tvachim thick. You don't have that surface area. It's three Tvachim. What is the... And there goes the internet again. What is the... What is the Halacha? So, we have Machlekes Rav and Rabbi Yechon. Rav holds... That we're gonna start again. Rav holds that this is considered. Um, here we go. We'll change the internet again. Rav holds that this is considered avir of the rishuya inside, and therefore it does not. You cannot carry on top of it. And we'll get to the shita sabiyachin in one second. All right. Welcome myself back. Okay. Change internet one more time. So. We said Shitas Rav that the, if the surface is less than four tefachim on top of the wall, you cannot carry anything on top. Comes along Rabbi Yochanan Ein Zayin Amar Aleph, Rabbi Yochanan Amar Elu Malin Mikan VeOichlin VeElu Malin Mikan VeOichlin. When it's less than four tefachim uh, thick, so halachically this should have a din of a mukim betor. What's a Makkah Betor? Let's go back to the first paragraph of Erevin. Go back to the first paragraph of Shabbos. Makkah Betor is, is, is in the middle of nowhere. It's, it's nothing, right? It's not, it's, it, there's, no, there's no halachic concerns when you're dealing with a Makkah Betor. So you're allowed to carry from a Rosh Hashayachid to a Makkah Betor. So now that it's less than four Tfachim wide, thick, doesn't have a four Tfach surface, so why can't I carry from my Chatzar to a Makkah Betor? Why not? So Rabbi Yechon says, Elu Each one could go on their side of the wall, climb up, and eat a fruit on top. They do not have to. They do not have to. Um, they, they, they do not have to refrain from using the surface of the wall. So Machlekes Rav and Rabbi Yechon. So far, so good. Tanan, I the Mishnah says, Elu Oylen Mikan Veoylen Veelu Oylen Mikan Veoylen Oylen in Malin Loy. It sounds like you're only allowed to climb up and eat something that was already there before Shabbos, or was already there. You can't bring up your fruit. So the Mishnah clearly says you cannot bring your, your things up. So the Gemara says like this. So comes the Gemara. The Gemara says the Mishnah was talking about when it's Dalat Fachim thick or the Dalat Tefach surface on top of the wall. When you have the thickness of the wall, so the surface area on top is dalad by dalad tzvachim, so then it has the rishus b'fnei So in that case, 
you cannot bring things up there. You're carrying from your chatzer to another Rosh that does not have an Erev. So, oilin, and you could climb up there yourself without carrying anything, but malin la, you can't bring things up. However, ain boy arbalama, if this do not have dal by dal on top of this wall, what's the halacha? It's a, it's a makan pator. So not only could I walk up there and eat things on top, I could also bring things up. Malinami. So Rav learns the Mishnah Lechumra, Rabbi Yechon learns the Mishnah Lekula. Now this shita aligns with Rabbi Yechonon's own shita that, that we, we saw a few times already in Shabbos and in Erevin. Rabbi Yechonon quoted in the name of Rabbi Yechonon, Let's say you have an area with, you do not have Dalit by Dalit, so look at the pictures I sent to your Aleph. So you have this, uh, this boulder or something in between Rosh Hashanah and Rosh Hashanah. So it has a din of a Mokim Pator, okay? So the halach is mutter levnei rishus harabim levnei rishus yach lechatef alav. Each one could use this. They could be lechatef their their wears on it, right? Since it's only a makim b'tor, you could carry something from a rishus hayachet to a makim b'tor, or from a rishus harabim to a makim b'tor. You could put your hat on it. However, you can't start playing games. That I'm in Rosh Hashanah, I'll put my hat down on this boulder, and then someone else, maybe I'll come later, I'll take the hat and I'll put it in Rosh Hashanah. You can't be Yachlifu, you can't start switching it. However, each one is allowed to use it for their own, for their own need, because it has a din of a muck and bator. So what do you see from here? You see that you are allowed to carry from Rosh Hashayach to a Malkin Petor. So the same way I can do this in a classic Rosh Hashayach to Malkin Petor regarding Hitzah and Shabbos. So when it comes to Eruv Chatzeris, of course I could do it. I have a Chatzer, Chatzer A, that's where I live. Chatzer B, there's a wall in between Chatzer A and Chatzer B. We cannot make an Eruv because there's a big wall in between us. Why can't I use the top of, Chatzer, uh, on top, the, top of the wall? So if it's dal by dal, it's a rishus hayachid mamish. Rishus hayachid, you have a gezerah, you have a takana beruvi chazeres. You don't have eruv with that rishus hayachid. However, it's not a rishus hayachid. It's less than dal by dal. It's a malkam b'tor. Why can't I simply carry things and put it on top of the wall? So that is why Rabbi Yechonon aligns with a shita as the Rabbi Yechonon letamei. So the Gemara says for Rav, Leslie, Rav Dimi, Rav never, never doesn't hold to this Rav Dimi. I, it's a brisa. We we had this a few times already. This is a accepted halacha. So the Gemara says, Rav does agree to Rav Dimi. In that case, what's the case of Rav Dimi? Just look at your Tzir Aleph. One street is Rosh Hashanah Yachid. The other street is Rosh Hashanah Rabin. So in that case, he agrees it's Mutter. But if it's Rosh Hashanah Yachid and Rosh Hashanah Yachid, he's, he's more Machmer. How does that work? So let's see. Eber Shuyas Darayis. You're talking about carrying from Rosh Hashanah Yachid to Rosh Hashanah Rabin, and there's a Mokim Petor in between. Hachanami, I'm Meiko. Like Rav Dimi, when it comes to dinim, that at worst you only violate a din derabanan by not having a proper ruvei chatzeres, that's where we're machmer. The chachamim also chizuk l'devreim yoyiser mishal tyra. Chachamim wanted us to keep their word, to keep their takana, so they were machazik. There is a derabanan yoyiser mishal tyra. So when it comes to carrying in between two chatzeres A and B, where at worst it would only be violating shlom amelas takana v'ruvah chatzeres. In that case, Chazal wanted to be extra machmer, and you can't even bring something from your chatzer to the top of the wall, even though it's only a muck and You'd even be allowed to carry from the highway 
to the top of the wall because it's a muck and batar. Still, that's by the rices. We're making by the rabbanans also chizil devreim. Now you could try to figure out, go through shas and poiskim when we do also chizil devreim when safik the rabbanan lekula, but uh, not for now. And I don't really know the answer. Okay, I'm a rabba bar of Hunam of Nachman. Koisel shebein shtei chatzeros. You have a wall that's in between two chatzeros. So once again, two chatzeros. You have a wall in between. Let's look at Sirah Bays. One side of the wall is ten tefachim above the ground. And the second side is shavala aretz, but the Rishonim explain it means it's less than ten tefachim from the ground. How does this work? So you don't have even uh, you don't have an even block. So you know, could have one house where they're 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 uh, you know they're only a, the fence is only a few feet above their surface, and the other house there's a, there's a there's a decline, and you do have ten tefachim of wall. Okay, so the question is. Who gets to use this wall? This could even be a discussion regarding Choshe Mishpat. We're not going to discuss that now. But we'll talk about Hech Shabbos. So the halach is Noisen Ois Lezet Shavala Aretz Mishum Dahav Lezet Hashmisha Benachas Vlezet Hashmisha Bekasha Imagine two children fighting, right? And you have the wall in between them. So who should get access to this wall? So the one who says, for me it's Tashmisha is easy for me to use it. It's only it's only uh, two tvachim high, so for sure he'll get the access to the wall as opposed to someone where it's ten tvachim above. That's the rule. We always give it to someone who who it's more convenient to. Next case, so Tzior Gimel, Charet Shebein Shtei Chatzeres. You have a ditch that's in between two Chatzeres. Tzid Echad Amar Kasara, Tzid Echad Shavel Aretz, or it's less than ten Tvachim. So you see, for one house, it's a, it's a deep, uh, it's very deep to go use that ditch. The other one, it's only a few Tvachim. What do we do? So nice, nice side, as you can imagine, we give it to Lezesh Shavel Aretz, the one who's closer, uh, who's surface is not that high above the ditch, they get to use the ditch. One of them has easy use. The other one, it's more difficult to use the ditch that it's deeper than 10 tzvachim from his, from his balcony. Now the Gemara asks, why, the Gemara is bothered by why do you need both of these memras? Just say one of them. Whoever's tashmisha benachas, that works. So the Gemara says, it's If you told me a wall, mishim de I would have thought, okay, people typically use, uh, you have, a, you have a, a wall, you have a uh, five tefach wall, it makes sense, people will put things on it. It's easy, it's a ledge, put your svarm down, put something down on there, avacharis, but a ditch, boom, call no one's using that. A malai. I would have thought to say, I would have thought to say that you don't give the use of the ditch to anyone. Nobody could use it, nobody's using a ditch. So that's why you have to tell me, even by the ditch, we give it to the person who's not so high above the ditch. Because in that situation, people, when they use it, there's a certain comfort level that it's going to be protected. It's not going to fall. You put it into the ditch, no one's, no one's going in there to dig it out. When you have a ledge, you have a wall, when you put something on the wall, you're concerned, it might fall. I would have said it's not called Tashmishtoi Benachas. There's still some stress involved. So the Gemara says, Tzricha, therefore I needed both of these teachings to tell me that not only in the case of a ditch, also in the case of the wall, whoever has, is identified as Tashmishtoi Benachas, they get to use this ditch or this wall for Yochel uh, for, for Shabbos. Okay. Now, let's say a person has two chatzeres, one next to the other, and between me and you, they climb over that wall. They want to be able to go from A to B, on Shabbos. 
However, the Mishnah says if you have a real, if there's a, if there's a mechitza, ten tvachim, you cannot make a combined eruv. But they want to anyway. So we're going to figure out different ways over the next, the, the rest of the daf today. How is, how can we consider it? Either a pesach, there's an entrance way here, or it's less than ten tvachim. So we're going to find creative solutions without having to redo the wall. How to be able to say that they are connected and they could in fact make an eruv. So what's the obvious first example? Balamatai. You want to be able to minimize the wall. Obviously, if you slice it off the top of the wall, there's no Shiloh. The question is, you had this in Hilcha Sukkah, let's say you have a schach is 21 amas high, you want to make your, you raise the floor, so that you're not 21 amas below the schach, you're only 20 amas or 19 amas. So a similar thing. So Balamatai, and we're going to assume you'd use some type of sand or dirt. If you lessened it and by and and the width of the dirt that you put there, meaning you didn't fill the whole thing with dirt, you just put it near the wall. So if it's dalit fachim wide, so then mutter leshtamish bechal akaisa. Now that I that now that I made it four tefachim wide, so I'm allowed to use the entire kaisa because that is like an entrance way. So I'm allowed to use it. The Gemara is going to ask the Kasha. Vim lav ein mishtamish el kenegamit. If you didn't, if it wasn't for tefachim wide, meaning you put sand down or you put some dirt and you lowered the wall, so to say, but you only did it two tefachim, you only did like a six inch width of dirt. You didn't do a four tefachim. So then ein mishtamish el kenegamit. You can only use the wall that's kenegamit at the place where you put the dirt. So the Gemara says, hold on a second. One of shach. E ahani miyuta. If you actually did make the wall less than ten tefachim halachically, so then bekuli kaisel l'shtam. Let me use the entire wall. It's a pesach. Eloi ahani. If it doesn't work, after looking at it, nami eloi. So I'm Ravina. Ravina says it's not what we're talking about here. We're talking about tziur hey kigain sheakar chuliyam eroisha. You took out a piece on your side of the wall. So look at tziur hey. Beautiful picture. So imagine you have a stone wall and you cut out your side of the wall. So now you can use that part of the wall. It's not really a Pesach, but uh, you, could, you could still, you could, you could still uh, I'm sorry, it, it, is, it would be considered a Pesach because it's uh, four Tvachim wide, and you'd be able to carry throughout the, the whole wall, but if it's less than four Tvachim, it would not be considered a Pesach. So I think so, one second. What do you say? You have to do it on both sides. Yeah, because you're only doing one side. Exactly, that's, that's the problem. If both guy, if both fellows would do this, then you would have a pesach on both sides. But you're right, you're right, Aaron. Copy the other person. You do not have. You right, exactly. Okay, next. Amar Avichiel, kafe seifel. If someone turns over a seifel is like really a bedpan. That's what it really means. But a bucket. Mimait, and he used it as like a step stool, so that lessens the wall, lowers down, it minimizes the wall from 10 tefach to, let's say, the, let's say you have a 4 tefach, that's the picture in Sir above, a 4 tefach bucket, so then you only have a 6 tefach wall at this point. Va'amai, why do we say that makes the wall lower? I dover hanito b'shabesu. You're allowed to move this bucket, this basket on Shabbos. The dover hanito b'shabes ain't a mite, and something that could be moved on Shabbos should not lessen the, should not minimize the wall because you're gonna, someone's gonna move it in two seconds. So the Gemara says you're right. Loitzricha dechabri ba'ara. You literally dug it into the dirt. 
So the Gemara says, okay, what's the problem? When I dug it into the dirt and therefore it's muksa. We, we learned a little bit about this this morning in Smichas Chavev, Vatanya, Pago, you have a fig, Shetmina Beteven, that they, that you put it, you, you uh, hid it in straw, Vicharara, you have a small cookie, Shetmina Begacholim, you stuck it into coals, which are Moktza, in Megula Moktza, if a little bit of it, of it is exposed, Nitalus Beshabbos, we know halachically, it's called Tiltal Min Hatzad, the fact that you're moving the Moktza, I'm only, I'm only touching the cookie. I'm touching the cookie. Muksa moves indirectly. That's called tiltal minatsad, right? Muksa 101. We know that's mutter. You're allowed to do that. So I'm allowed to move the cookie. So I'm allowed to move the, the, the basket, even though it's dug into the dirt. As long as some of it's exposed, I can pick it up. So the says, you're right. There's these ignayim, uh, which means the rim, which is stuck into the which is uh, connected to the ground. And therefore, when you pick it up, you're, it's similar to, to, to plowing. Like we a whole discussion of sweeping floors in Shabbos, that old choifer uh, of plowing. So when you pick it up, it looks like choifer. Wouldn't you have to put this in before Shabbos? Let's see. Yeah, the question is, if I can move it on Shabbos, why is that called an entranceway? It's going to be gone in two seconds. Someone's going to use this. Uh, why isn't it muksa if you put it in before Shabbos? Why would it be muksa? He designated it for the staff. I don't know if he, de- why? He, he, as long as we hold like of Shimon, that as long as it's usable on Shabbos, it should be fine. You know, it's yeah, you have to be very creative to mamish make it designated, but yeah, why not? Okay. If there's mooks of things on it that's so designated, it becomes a bus. You're right. But this wouldn't be a bus for the sand, it would be a bus. People step on it as well. But it's something to think about, but I, yeah, I wouldn't think this gets to that, that category of buses. Someone who buries a uh, turnip or a tznayin, radish, tachas, a geffen, by a, underneath a grapevine, and you're not doing it to plant it, you're doing it to hide it there. When some of the leaves are exposed, it's not called kalayim, kalaya karam, because it's not really, it hasn't taken root yet. wouldn't be a problem of shemitah, of planting in shemitah. You're allowed to take it on Shabbos. You see from here that there is no concern of plowing or any of these things. So the Gemara says you're right. If that would be the case, it will be no problem. Simply putting it into dirt will not be an issue. You need tools to be able to get it out. So by, by having tools, by the, the necessity of tools to take it out, that either some Rishonim learn that's Mamash Nisad Raisa of Chayfer, or it's Asr, at least Asr and Darabana, and therefore it's not considered accessible on Shabbos. Didn't we say that there cases where the pointed parts on the ground was turned if you have a leaf, then you could pull it out. That's fine. We said the wider parts below the ground. Oh, that case, the wider part. No, so that case we're talking about if if the first of all, I think that was going like a Behuda. Hold you, you can't. That's why it's called Behuda. But you can't displace the. Right, or it was Behuda. I forgot who it was, but it holds that totem and the Zasar. We totem and the Mother. As long as you could, you have the pitum, <laughs> you could pull it out. That's fine. Yeah, it's a good good bikinis. Okay. Next, Sulam Hamitzri Enamamite. An Egyptian ladder does not lower the wall because it's very small and, and the people move it. The Hatsairi and the Tsairi ladder, Mamite, does less than the wall. Hechidami Sulam Hamitzri, Amadir Abiyane, Kosh Enle Arba Chavakim. It doesn't have four rungs. But once it has four rungs, so then it does, in fact, 
uh, is considered like an entranceway or, or, or a serious ladder, and it would lower down the wall. My time the sulam mitzvah might. What's why would did you say this Egyptian sulam does not might? You didn't hear what he said. It's something that's typically moved or it's mutter to be moved on Shabbos. It does not lessen the wall because in two seconds someone's going to move it. Even the tsairi ladder should be the same halacha. So the Gemara says, Because it's so heavy, it's it. Now Rashi learned it's not muksa, it's because nobody's going to move it because it's so heavy. However, if you look at the Mishabura, it's actually the, the, the sugi we learned this morning, regarding muksa machmas chasar kiss. There is a sheet that holds, we do not pass on this, that something is so heavy that you wouldn't move it because it's just heavy. So then, that itself, you would never move it. It's muksa machmas chasar and kiss, or it's muksa. So someone will learn this is pshat on the gemara. The, the, the ladder is so heavy, you're never going to move it. The mishabur says it's only if you're not going to going to move it because you're afraid it's going to break. So I was thinking that we had we did this last year on Shabbos. We did like a panel session and we used the the bima, the bima platform as a stage, and behind the bima the, there's this talus things. And I remember when we moved it, everybody got nervous. Like we did it twice, like two years in a row. So I was thinking. Just now, going through the sugya, maybe it's muksa. It might be muksa. If people are concerned it's going to break, everyone was concerned it was going to break. <laughs> there was a lot, everyone was stressed out. Yeah, it, it does feel like it's going to crack. There's no good way to hold it. People holding it from the top. If somebody, a piece of furniture that you do not want anybody moving it because it might break, halachly, the Mishnah says clearly it's, it's dinner of muksa machin and sarin kes. Good, good. Well, you have to, yeah. The buses. No, because it would be Basil Ladavra Hamutter Ladraser. So what, what, what's people walk there, people put talis in there. I don't know. No, it wouldn't be a buses. No. That thing's no, it wouldn't be a buses. Fine, well, well next next time we have a panel session we'll we'll, uh, we'll think about it. Next time we use the stage. No, it has to be that I don't know what to call Sarkis means that with this object I would never want to move this object. That's really the, the point. Okay, let's do one more uh, one more piece. Actually, two more. So you have your wall in between two chaseres, between chaser and chaser B. It's ten tefachim high. So you put a ladder on both sides. Now you want to be able to use it. We don't have three tefachim of space along the wall in between the two ladders. Look at Sierra Bay's perfect picture. Mimait, that makes the wall considered lower. And if they want, they can make an area together because they have a ladder on both sides. Shloisha, there's three tachim in between ladder one and ladder two. Eidemimait, that does not, because what's the point here? The point here is to make a doorway from Chatzur A to Chatzur B. A doorway has to have, you know, entrance and an exit, right? If you walk up here, then there's nowhere to go down. So three tachim is considered a significant amount of space in between the two ladders. That's not considered one extended Pesach. Now, Valea Maron, because then it's considered like a landing. You could have steps that go up, you know, and then you have go down the other way, and you have a landing. So if it's four tfachim thick, if the wall is four tfachim thick, that's a significant uh, surface, and we'll call that a landing, and you, then even if the ladders are two opposite sides of the wall, two different parts of it, it will still be fine. Amra, baby, barabaya, bona istaba, someone who builds like some type of stage, so, that, so there used to be two, uh, maybe like two platforms. So if the bottom one has four tefachim 
uh, it's four tvachim wide. They might that take that knocks down the wall from ten tvachim to whatever to four tvachim to seven whatever whatever height it is. You know what I mean? Ain b'tachtoni arba v'yesh be elyon arba if the top platform has four tvachim in width. So if ain't even zesh loisha and doesn't have three tvachim in between the top one and the bottom one, so then you have the din of lavud. That's a night. It's a night from from the from the from the floor and we consider that we raised the floor and the wall is no longer considered 10 tzvachim above the ground. Okay, yashikayach.